Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dissecting Liberty podcast. We are coming off the disaster that was Cotton Week, and uh, normalcy <laughs> has news, been restored. Dude. What? Fake news. <laughs> I loved Cotton Week. What are you talking about, man? No, we, we had some good episodes. You, you did good work. Thank you. But yeah, as uh, everyone knows, uh, I was on my honeymoon. That was a good time. We uh, went through Colorado and up into Wyoming and then back to Colorado, like at the end there. But uh, yeah, I got to see Yellowstone and uh, Grand Tetons National Park, among other things. It was a good time. A lot of driving, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little... Uh, I'm a little tired of it, to be honest. I'm I'm good. I don't need any more long road trips for, you know, at least a little bit here. Yeah, but I always appreciated uh, driving more than flying. I hate yeah. flying so much. Yeah, because you're you're sitting there, and you know we're both big guys. Yeah, <laughs> it, gets, it gets a little cramped. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I remember one flight where I was like. In, in the middle row on one of these big planes, you know? Yeah. And uh, there's like five seats across, right? And like I'm right in the middle. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, I like I don't even think I had like an armrest. It was like I was like a teenager or whatever. So I'm like, they give me my uh, my lunch, you know? And, yeah. and I'm over here like keeping my like bending my elbows in. And like trying to eat <laughs> with my fork, you know, it wasn't yeah. working out. It was, it was a bad time. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, I was a teenager. <laughs> I was a teenager. And uh, my grandma lived in Florida at the time. And uh, me and my mom went to visit her. And uh, flying back, uh, <laughs> I got a middle row. Yeah. Or a middle seat, rather. And uh <laughs> It was in the back of the plane, too, which Ooh. frequent flyers know is quite turbulent. And I got um, quite sick. Ooh, <laughs> and yeah. I was throwing up. Oh, no. And I felt, and there were a couple of, like, highly attractive women on either side of me. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. I was throwing up. And these two women were... <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Oh, that yeah, no, I, I don't envy that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, and <laughs> you'll remember that for a long time. One of those traumatizing <laughs> situations. Definitely. <laughs> like today, uh, a buddy of mine got some of this. I forget what it's called, but it's this weird Texan tequila that's like super special. Okay. And uh, he bought some, and and he asked me. If I wanted to try it, and I said, sure. And I poured just like a whisper of a sip, you know, just enough to barely get the taste. And I, I, I tasted it. And uh, I was like, wow, this this is pretty good. This is good tequila. It, it doesn't remind me of the first time I, get, I drank tequila, which I will <laughs> always remember. Because uh, I got so sick. But I, I definitely... It, it's one of those things, it's interesting how uh, you'll do something a million times. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll do something and it becomes monotonous. Right. 
you know, and then uh, just the slightest thing happens that throws it off. And it's, it's, it, it weighs really heavy in your memory, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird that that happens. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, Cotton Week has affected me very deeply. And I have, uh, I've, I've gone to some weird places and, uh, I've been thinking very deeply about a lot of things. And I gotta put me in a mood. I gotta say though, I I have noticed that the cotton voice is back. The cotton voice? Yeah, yeah. What's that? I'm everyone. Not so okay. So in the Discord earlier today, there everyone was talking about like how when you're talking with like someone like you recorded with a bird, how yeah. like you're not nearly as slow as when you're talking with me. Well, and, yeah, and I've noticed that it's back. <sighs> Okay, so we, we feed off of one another, Cotton. Yeah, that's what's yeah. going on. Uh, two things. One, I'm trying a new thing where I listen to myself as I record in my headphones. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is a common thing with people that record. Uh, I don't like it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, the <laughs> other thing is. Like, you and I are on the same wavelength, you know what I mean? Like, yes. our, our minds work uh, incredibly similarly. Yeah, we're... So, I, yeah. It, so I, I... I don't know. Like, like the, the best thing I can say is because our minds work uh, so similarly, like, I, I, I'm more... Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I assume you understand... That not on, like not only what I'm saying, you understand what I'm getting at. Also, you understand that I'm gonna take a little time to make up my mind with my words. Yeah, because dude, that's what you do as yes. well. We are real time strategy gamers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like we're not we're not multiplayer first person shooter guys. <laughs> we are RTS or even or even turn based. Right. strategy <laughs> for certain topics yes it's, it's turn-based strategy games right. <laughs> well you mentioned the discord and uh, i just want to say i'm done yeah a bunch of dgens in there man the discord sucks dude i hate the discord <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly it's mainly just like uh, the like the burning boots guys in there like coming in just to just to have a crack at us. No, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Oh, okay, all right. So, keep keep in mind that like I have half of our half of our channels muted. Okay, so I, I probably don't even. I probably haven't seen whatever you're about to bring up. Okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you some real conceptual stuff right here. All right. Um, so, Dissecting Liberty Discord is incredibly similar to the Burning Boots Discord, except we have women. That's the <laughs> distinction. And the Dissecting Liberty... And that has made an incredibly different uh, uh, environment, you know? Yes, yes. A uh, couple of simps going on. And, uh, <laughs> and then... <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the burning boots guys will come on to like remind us why we shouldn't have women. <laughs> According to some, you are you are chief among the Sims. I'd like to see proof. Yeah, I, I don't see it, but Frank, like I, it, I, it, I, well, I other just... people say it. All right, I I don't okay. know. I... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I I mean, prove it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I will tell you one thing. Just like you need will... to prove time exists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, time's fake. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> and wait, have we talked about that on the podcast? No, we haven't. All right. No, here okay, we go. All right. So let's give it. <laughs> all right. First and foremost, prove time. This. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I'm. <laughs> You can't you can't do it. Time is unprovable. There you go. And then when seriously, when you ask someone to prove time, what do they do? They point to a clock. They say, "Hey, it's measurable." Well, guess what, buddy? Clocks are faked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I started that without knowing where I was going to go with it. <laughs> Oh, okay, well, what's the best, like, what is, like, the best proof of uh, time that anyone's ever given you? Um, I'm, I'm still waiting. Is it, it's, it's just all bad? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so, you know, here, here's one thing. Uh, clocks were derived from sundials, right? Right. Well, the main issue with that is the sun is fake as well. So, oh. sundials are... are useless well i knew the moon was fake i didn't know the sun was fake yeah prove the sun can't do it can't do it you're right you're right <laughs> can't do it <laughs> now yeah that's that's the thing um i bought a book uh a collected works of marx and um he showed me that time was invented by the capitalists to uh, better regulate our... Uh... See, I'm, I'm making sure to leave a lot of pauses so people can take bathroom breaks, you know? Yeah, you know. Because that's... that's what I keep hearing on, on Twitter. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, I do my taxes in between cotton speaking. <laughs> so I'm making sure to leave a lot of pauses. Uh, well, time was invented by the capitalists so they could uh, impose the the time structure you know shifts oh, and whatnot no. of course yeah just like uh just like uh, flat earth like people are trying to hide flat earth uh because like it's, it's really important that we not know that the earth is flat because that would make a really big difference <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> they don't want us going to the edge can you imagine like that would be incredible i would love that that would rock, dude. Yes. <laughs> you're at the edge of the earth and you're like talking to aliens and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, exactly. It's like some sort of a, I don't know, like a cube maybe. Or, you know, just like some multi-sided uh, uh, geometric shape, right? And oh. like you just, like for right now, for right now we're, uh, we, we can only like communicate at the barrier but eventually we'll right, be able to right. move from one dimension to the other. 
Well, I'm, I'm going to introduce something I've never heard anybody talk about. Oh, all right. Let's hear so it. Let's say, <laughs> let's say the Earth is flat. Yes. Um, what if we go to the edge and then we talk to the under-Earthlings, right? Bro. The people. <laughs> Bro. You've blown my mind. Like Never it's, thought it's, about it's that, It's all huh? making sense now. <laughs> Dude, what if yeah. we had, like, what you, if we had like, under America, you know? I actually want to be there right now. You, <laughs> it's better. Like, I know it's it better. is. Yeah, I know it is. Cardi B never released WAP, and, yeah. and the, the coronavirus never happened because of it. Do you think that Underworld America is wearing masks right now? No. No. Yeah, dude. They're like, uh... They're like, this is the Underworld. during COVID? <laughs> what's something that was uh, canceled during COVID? What's something, like, really um, big? Oh, oh, I know what it is. Under America never had COVID, so they had an actual good Democratic National Convention. <laughs> they had a real one. <laughs> All right, okay, so you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You mentioned that there was some funny stuff about that, and the only thing that I saw was uh, uh, Billie Eilish. Oh yeah, that was and, disgusting. and people were mocking her, <laughs> which yeah, like I thought it was lame. I don't know. I'm not impressed anymore by anything, even if it's weird. Yeah, but what what, what else did they have? Uh, well, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus of, uh, Seinfeld fame did right. this ridiculously cringy exchange with Andrew Yang. And I, I, I can't really explain it, but people are going to have to look it up. It is, it is insane. It's probably the cringiest moment of the entire convention. And I'll say why it's the cringiest. Because the only other thing that would be the cringiest was Joe Biden's speech. But there are some <laughs> people, the internet sleuths uncovered uh, some things about the Joe Biden speech when he accepted his nomination. Okay. They uh, uncovered that at the beginning of the debate, he was, uh, oh, what, what was it? Something like he was not wearing a watch, and then at the end, he magically was wearing a watch. <laughs> what? How'd that happen? Oh, God, that's wild, dude. The, and yeah, the, so they spliced it to... Okay. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> at least it wasn't a deep fake, you know? Yeah. If that's like the case. Like the CNN interviews? Oh. And... uh and then the only other thing that's coming to mind right now was uh, Joe Biden did this super cringy thing with his wife where they like met up somewhere. I don't know. Like she gave a little speech. I did. I did. I'm going to preface this by saying I did not watch the convention, <laughs> but I paid <laughs> attention very closely to what people were saying about it on Twitter. Yeah. So, uh, so Joe Biden did this super cringy thing with his wife where uh, like she gave a short speech or something in like a elementary school library. I don't know. And then like he surprised her 
or something afterwards. <laughs> and and like so he gave her a hug and he was like, "Oh god, I love you." And then after that he turned to the camera and he said, "Hi, I'm Joe Biden's husband." Wait, what? Joe Biden? <laughs> That's what he said. Oh no. Joe Biden turned to the camera and said, "Hi, I'm Joe Biden's husband." Uh, well, it wouldn't so, I mean like it's what you expect. Yeah, you have to have at least one gaffe, right? <laughs> I wish they only had one. Oh. See, I had <laughs> I mean, heard that I, it was, it, I had heard it wasn't so bad in terms of Joe Biden gaffes. No, because it was all pre-recorded. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't a legitimate thing. Yeah, you, uh, you, you don't you don't do live Joe Biden if you can help. No, it. you don't do live Joe Biden. <laughs> and uh but then have you seen the Guilfoyle Republican National Convention thing? No, no. Let me see. I am going to... Oh, man. Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, I'm going to send it to you right now, but I'm also going to play it into my mic immediately uh, after I send it to you. What, dis over Discord or what? I'm going to send it to you over Twitter. All right. Uh, let's see here. Are you on the Dissecting Liberty uh, Twitter chat? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to post it in there. All right, sounds good. Okay. All right, I'm about to play it here. Let's see here. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. <laughs> what? That's just really weird. She's just standing in the middle of an empty room. Yeah. Like, how weird would that be? You're oh, trying to, like, man. yeah. <laughs> I doubt Trump, like, I don't think Trump could do that, like, do that sort of thing. Because, like, yeah. he's he feeds off of crowd energy. Well, yeah, that's the point. Like, these people have to, like, if they don't have a crowd, they have no orientation. Yeah. So they don't know what to do, and then their reptilian comes out because they don't know how to interact with people, you know? And then they, yeah, and then the camera pans out, and it makes it even more awkward oh. when you're like, oh, like, there's no one within 100 feet of her. <laughs> I'm sure uh, by the time this this episode comes out, uh, everybody will have seen that video and forgotten about it. So. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to bother posting it in the uh, uh, the show notes. Uh, man, there was something I was going to tell you about. Okay, so uh, uh, let's see here. What did you think about the Cotton and Derek show? That's pretty good, man. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it, it is kind of funny how you uh <laughs> the it, I'm not going to lie, it was, it was a little awkward as you guys were starting it up, but it it, it yeah. got funnier as it went along. I'm like, "What wait, what are they doing here?" Oh, <laughs> uh, well, everybody uh just keep listening for uh more Cotton and Derek episodes 
I, I think the uh, people are really waiting for a zero week is what zero week. Yeah. That's, that's what the, that, I mean, that's, that's what people have been asking me for. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, let, uh, let me I, ask you a question. Yeah. So we had, uh, the cotton and Derek show. Yeah. Are we going to have the Liberty zero and cotton pause? Okay. <laughs> the Liberty zero and blank show. Like who, who's the, who's, the, who's that? What, what's that? What's that show going to be like? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I have had offers from, uh, let's see here. We had Derek and Foxhound both what yeah yeah no yeah no for real like i don't know if it was discord or uh the twitter chat but yeah so derek and i are gonna have the uh, the zero and derek show and we're gonna say kind things about other podcasts and we're going to play clips from other podcasts and uh praise like what a good job they're you know praise uh their work you know and that's going to be the uh, the Derek and, and Zero show. And then Foxhound and I are going to have an have a whole hour talking about gun numbers. Ugh. And you'll be there, but you, you just won't. No, talk. I will not. Yeah, I you're going to be there. Yeah, no. Refuse. That's nope. the whole Yeah, that's the whole point. And then nope. and then at like the last half hour, we're going to bring in Rusty and then he Ugh. And Foxhound are going to scream at each other autistically like they do in hour <laughs> five of the Dissecting Liberty live show. And that's what I have planned so far for Zero Week, and I'm really excited about it. Well, I'm excited oh, about it. I'm expecting a at least a 15% drop in listenership. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, I missed you during your honeymoon. Oh, uh, but you knew there was a but. Yeah. Well, I was you know, <laughs> just waiting for it. There's always a but. You don't drop compliments uh, without, you know, something to follow a... it up. Yeah. Uh, I missed you, but Cotton Week was fun. Yeah. Um, I, I could tell you were having fun with it. Uh. I will say a bit of insider information. The only episode during Cotton Week that was planned was the uh, Cotton and Derek show. Oh, okay. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, me yeah, and the Law of Liberty guys kind of did it last minute. Uh-huh. Or no, we planned ahead of time, but we never... Like, we didn't talk about what we would talk about until fairly last minute. Yeah, yeah. And then me and Bird uh planned ahead of time but i he went into it having no idea <laughs> did you listen to the bird episode yes yeah i, I listened to that today uh <laughs> we, he had no idea what i had prepared for him which is why we spent the first half hour talking about feet <laughs> that was that was yeah that was funny so <laughs> We're talking on Monday, right? And the episode got posted yesterday. And I generally 
will retweet, like I'll do a quote tweet for each episode that we drop. And I hadn't listened to it yet. So, like, I just picked the the weird part of the episode description. <laughs> like, they talked about feet, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no idea what this is about. We got to some interesting stuff in that episode. Yes. Uh, the last... <clears throat> The last maybe 20 minutes of it was wild. I don't want to talk about what we discussed. Uh, but I, the question I asked Bird was, uh, what was his favorite conspiracy? And that, he talked after that, after I asked him that, he talked for like a, a solid 30 minutes. 20 to 30 <laughs> yeah, minutes, yeah. just <laughs> nonstop. Telling me about his favorite yeah. conspiracy. That was crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I After that, I went back and listened, and I did some major Googling. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you discover uh, anything? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cool. I didn't discover anything that he hadn't. You, you're yeah, just bad at Google. About. Okay. Yeah. Right. I use DuckDuckGo, so... Everything I do, I do uh, too, and yeah, it's it, sometimes it can be a little disappointing. You know, I didn't, uh, I haven't used, I used, I've used DuckDuckGo since I first heard about it, which was years ago. So I forgot how good Google is. And then, uh, yeah. humble brag, real quick, I had a discussion with uh, Jeff Deist about browsers. <laughs> a little, <laughs> little name drop there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were talking about DuckDuckGo and Google, and he was like, but the thing is, DuckDuckGo just isn't as good. And he's like, I know it's yeah. more secure, but I, I use Google because I just, like, I need the better results. So, and I haven't thought about Google in so many years, because I've just always used DuckDuckGo. But but here, here's the point. Jeff Deist has damn near convinced me to use Google. That's the issue here. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for sure. Like, for me, like the, yeah. the, like, the main thing that I use Google for is when I'm searching for memes. Yeah. Because I can never find memes on DuckDuckGo. Lately, it's been a little bit better. But, yeah, like, I, I'm... If if I lots of times I can't find like the meme I'm searching for on DuckDuckGo, and then I'll go to Google, and then I may or may not find it, but at least I have a better chance. Yeah, I I get all my memes from Instagram. I never. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I, shamefully I use Facebook from for to, to oh. find memes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I gotta say, I got I got another name drop for you. Uh, um, so when I was at the Mises Institute a month ago, I don't know, time's fake. Uh, I was talking to my bud, my buddy, uh, Stratton J. Davis. Shout out. Yeah. And uh, my other good buddy, uh, Pete Quinones. Um. And uh, 
Yeah, that's right. You're right to be a... Liberty Zero's mouth, his jaw has dropped right now. <laughs> it has dropped. Uh, Bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, me and uh, Strat and uh, Pete were talking about social media. And Stratton knows Pete from Facebook. Like, they're Facebook friends. And, uh, like, Pete knew... I'm pretty sure I'm... Yeah, I'm friends with Pete on Facebook. Oh, that sucks, dude. He wouldn't accept my friend request. Oh, what a loser, dude. That's harsh. I don't like that's him harsh. anymore. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I did... I, <laughs> I did... Uh, this, this was exceedingly cool. I walked up to Pete. I said, hey, man, I'm... And then I, I said my IRL name. And I said, and I'm Cottonarchist on Twitter. And he's like, oh, man, I was just on your podcast, Dissecting Liberty, right? And I'm Dang. like, yeah. And, and, and I mean, that was so cool. That's uh, crazy, dude. Yeah. And because uh, that was like a week or two after we had him on. Uh, oh, OK. Yeah. So that. Because, I mean, you know, I, I went there and then you went on your honeymoon. So, like, our recording schedule has been really weird. But, like, it was it was not far, uh, long after we recorded with him when I met him. But, like, anyway, uh, long tangent. Uh, me, Strat, and Pete were talking about social media. And Stratton is friends with Pete on Facebook. And, like, Pete always interacts with Stratton's Facebook posts. And I'm like, man, it sounds like there's a lot of stuff going on on Facebook. I'm going to have to get on Facebook. And both Stratton and Pete turned to me and they went, no. Do not join Facebook, dude. Facebook sucks. It does. It does. Well, I, I went against their uh, uh, warnings and I joined Facebook. And I, I friended you. Do you remember this? I do. I friended you with the Cotton Report uh facebook yeah you did May and May? Like, yes and it had her name on it may cotton was the yeah <laughs> and i'm like what the heck how did she find me <laughs> yeah i didn't know that was, was your that first point. question not why her last name was cotton you know there was there were many questions to be honest many questions <laughs> But yeah, that was the first one. I'm like, how the heck did she find me? <laughs> Wait, is this the first time we've talked since I've been to Mises? No. No? No. God. No, because you went to Mises uh, during my wedding. Right, right. And that was a month ago. That was over a month ago. Okay. It was like nearly five weeks ago. So we've definitely <sighs> talked since then. God. Like if you ever needed more of a reason to believe that time is fake. Like this is it. <laughs> like I just have no idea. I'm going crazy, dude. I'm going crazy. I have no clue what's going on. No, I feel um, that. What's the first? Okay. Because I know we did the Jared episode. Yep. After that. And, uh, right. And we also talked to Pause. Pause. Right. 
That was episode 38. Okay. Because the Peaceful Treason episode was the last one to go up in those ones that we recorded uh, ahead of time. Yeah. And we did yeah. the Politocrat. Oh, speaking of the Politocrat, I don't know if you know about this. But uh, the Politocrat has started doing uh, YouTube live streams. Yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah, dude. I popped in there for, for half a second. For the second one? No, I think it was the first. Oh, if you go back and watch the first one, they're talking about me like uh, maybe a fifth of the time. Really? Uh, because I was, I was lighting up the live chat, dude. Because <laughs> I wanted him to let me in. Because May was in, and there was, yeah. dude, there was some cuck. He sucked. I forget his name. <laughs> there was some dude that was the worst. And yeah, like, yeah. He was making, oh, he was making the worst arguments. And I'm like, let me in, dude. I want to <laughs> battle this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're like, I've had a long and, week. Uh, I need to beat someone up. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, But he wouldn't let me in, dude. So I was lighting up the chat. Me and uh, I don't know if you remember. There's this guy on Twitter named Idiot's Query. Do you remember him? Yes. Like he was like a white Quincy. That's what I. That's that's oh how goodness. I always think of him. Uh, well, he got banned off of Twitter recently, but he was in the chat. Me and him were talking and, and lighting up the chat. Uh, but uh, I kept making. F- <laughs> May was a part of this discussion, right? She, she was in the the YouTube live stream and I was making fun of her <laughs> the entire time. Nice. <laughs> Dude, do you remember and, <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead, man. Uh <laughs> uh, but I was just making fun of her the entire time. And and people that had no clue who I was were like, hey, dude, get this cotton guy in. Or no, no, no. I was doing it from the Dissecting Liberty YouTube account. Nice. And they're like, get this Dissecting Liberty dude in. He's cool. Holy <laughs> crap, wouldn't let me in, dude. What nonsense. Ridiculous, man. Uh, He's going to have to beg but, to get back on the show now. No, I, I told him I'm going to help him set up an RSS feed, so he better let me in episode three. He just released episode two, so. Uh, but, uh, oh, man, what was I about to say? Well, shout out to him. I guess look up uh, The Politocrat yeah, on Twitter or on uh, Facebook or, God. YouTube. YouTube, YouTube thank you. And, uh, holy cow. Episode two has 15 dislikes and six likes. What happened? No, oh, dang. I just gave him an, a like. I don't know. Go, go. I'm not, uh, I'm not seeing the, it here. Let's see. Here. Okay. Well, then I guess that means I'm going to have to put a link in the, uh, uh, show notes. Uh, it's I'll one, send you, uh, it's one word, right? No. I'm no. I'm gonna share a link in the uh dissecting liberty Twitter chat. Yeah, alright. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say, do you remember that time that we kind of uh we kinda crashed Sean's live stream? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I love doing that so much, dude. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. I feel like an ass, but it's fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get the link for you from it from it. Yeah, for it later, because I'm not seeing it here on YouTube. Okay, I put it in the uh, the dissecting liberty Twitter chat. Okay, cool. Twitter DM. Um, if if anybody wants in that, just uh, message me or tweet at me because uh, it's popping. That's all I gotta say. And uh, how much time do we have left? Okay, so we can get into the final topic. All right. You don't know about the final topic, but we can get into the final topic. Uh, The AT and T girl. Oh no. Uh, yeah, this might not no. be the final topic, but it's definitely one of the topics. The fans <laughs> want it. Uh, I've been seeing this for like the past week or two, and then that's all the 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 Twitter chat was about today. I'm about to spam dissecting Liberty uh, Twitter chat with AT and T girl pics. Thirst posting. There was uh, you did thirst post on the on the main today. Did I? Yeah, you did. I don't remember. When? Uh, I don't know. Just earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking right now. Uh, Let's see here. I said STFU commie. Um, I I said uh, new womp order. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I did thirst. (laughs) Uh, uh, this morning I can explain I can explain on the the Twitter uh, on the discord uh, on the dissecting liberty Twitter chat Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about the AT&T girl and I was just looking up pictures of her to post and then uh, I was looking at my uh, pictures later and uh, I realized I had I had six pictures of her just in a row <laughs> in my <laughs> photos, and uh, I posted uh, a screenshot of just those six pictures, and I said, "You aren't straight if your photos don't look like this." So let me ask <laughs> you a question, Zero. I have a very important question. Okay. Do your photos look like that? They do not. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm a gay boy. Gay boy? That's right. <laughs> Not nearly as gay uh, as Derek, but still pretty gay. I'm I'm gonna make a I'm gonna have a hot take real quick. Oh, okay. Alright, let's hear it. I, I, I do not think Derek is gay. Bro. <laughs> what was that? Derek's not gay, dude. Everyone knows that he is. So I don't. I don't. Need, I don't, I don't, like, know, I don't like, know where what, this what's is. Your I don't know where this is coming from. Where, where, where's your proof that Derek is gay? My co-host, my podcast co-host, Derek. His his Twitter ch- uh, at is literally Derek is not gay. Tell me what your proof yeah, is that you, he's gay. You don't. You don't defend pegging as fervently as that man. And and not be gay. Let me ask He's you gay. a question. Let, right. let me ask you a question. Real quick, real quick. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Let's go for it. Would a gay man 
get married to a woman? I got married to a woman. Okay, answer and, yeah, the there, question. Yeah, there, there's your answer. There's your answer right there. <laughs> Damn, dude, Derek is gay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wow. Right there. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I just had an awakening. <laughs> You're surrounded by gays, Cotton. And I am. It says a lot about I, you that every co-host that you pick is gay. I don't know. I let me ask you a question. If Derek, let me think here. Derek has been on dissecting liberty three times now yeah it's three times too Um, many three (laughs) times i don't know if you realize this i'm trying to count one uh the politocrat has been on a lot two uh what like four times three yeah and these are most had on guest and then dexter has been on three right no, Dexter's been on twice. Really, only twice. It goes, yeah, it goes. We did have we did Derek have one failed Dexter. Yeah, but we posted that. I mean, no, we didn't. No, yeah, we did have one failed uh, attempt. Back when we were having, back when I was having those Discord issues. <sighs> that's right. Yeah. Uh. That's right. But but somehow. Still, the politocrat even then even taking that into account uh i think i still have that recorded that was a good like 30 minute talk but even then the politocrat is still the most had on guest so yeah and and i don't your your episode with him really took off it did the rave dubin one Rave Dubin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was interesting. See, I, I, I need to address something while we're here. Uh, the Cotton Report thing. Did you see that? Yes. I, I, I'm well aware of your failure. <laughs> Thank you. As, as <laughs> Thank you, friend. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> Well, I, I don't consider it a failure. No. Uh, yeah. Even if, like, I guess in the technical sense of the word, it is. But, like, I mean, nobody, like, every successful person has had failures. And and literally in this world uh, of people that do projects similar to the Cotton Report, they have failed a lot. You know, and, and that's, that's part right. of the like just figuring out the learning curve, you know? And, uh, I know I learned a lot from the cotton report and, uh, I hope, uh, the people that wrote learned a lot. Uh, and I will say this two people, uh, two of my favorite articles were written by May. She did a really good job. And you're not going to hear me give her praise very often. I'm going to say that first and foremost. Yeah, we don't do uh, that here. 
Yeah, we do not praise women, but uh, two no. of my favorite articles were written by her. She did a really good job. Uh, Stratton, uh, who I mentioned earlier, who I, I met IRL uh, at Mises, he wrote the most articles and some of my favorite. He did a really good job. And uh, and then Porter, who is uh, on the Insurrection Inc. podcast that Stratton is on as well. And I also met Porter IRL in uh, Mises. Uh, Porter was the only one from the Cotton Report to get retweeted by the Mises Institute, which was very cool. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, and, and also you can still go to cottonreport.com and look at all these articles. Uh, but part of the issue was that I, it was an editorial thing. Like I, I did not have time to look at, uh, all the articles before uh they were going to be published and 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 part of it is i guess covid world you know because people are so focused on the immediate you know because life's so crazy right now you know they're writing uh about things that are that are in the news at the moment which required an immediate edit to be published uh that day or the next, which right, created right. some issues. Um, and, but then part of the issue with that is I really didn't, and this is my fault, I think, I really didn't want it to be a news site. Or maybe, okay, here, here's the thing. When I started it, I thought having like half news and like half theory would be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of a mix, or I, I, I think that's kind of what uh, the Mises Institute does with the Mises Wire, is they kind of make, they they take uh, current events and relay them to theoretical ideas, and I like that idea a lot. But I recently, because I just decided to end it, recently I I have taken kind of a uh a turn more towards the theoretical just in my own thought and um i i i really did not like the idea of uh doing news and but then that that's not really a reason to stop the cotton report you know i could have uh uh just change the editorial position but then the other thing is I, I thought about um where my time is better spent you know is, is my time better spent editing writing or writing my own stuff right and yeah and i i thought about that and i decided that i, I really want to spend that time writing my own stuff because I, I i've only i only wrote one article for the cotton report is still up uh and i i'm really proud of it even though even now i i kind of disagree with some of the things i said in there uh but i i've 
I've become kind of a, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've, I've been, I've been wrestling with some, some big ideas and I, I want to do my own writing. And, uh, I, I don't think that heading the cotton report was a good place for me to be at right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and I have to give you props. Like you, uh, like instead of like kind of drawing it out and like basically procrastinating on your work, you know, and like taking several weeks to like end it, like you just went ahead and did it like right away. Yeah. Instead of just kind of like leaving it, uh, on uh, not like, like instead of like not updating it, you, uh, yeah. You know, you just informed everyone what was going on. Yeah, and I, I feel kind of bad because there's some people, like Stratton in particular, because he wrote uh, regularly for the Cotton Report. Um, yeah. I, I feel kind of bad because I, I, I kind of sprung it on him and everybody. Uh, but, I, I like, it was kind of overwhelming. You know, like, there, there was a lot of... A lot of work, more work than I intended, uh, and and that's part of the like the learning experience I went through for running a publication like that is it's not as easy as I initially intended it to be uh, or thought it was going to be. So, I, uh, but then the other thing is, as it was running, I wanted it to be as legit as possible, which gets back to what you said you know i i like the minute i thought i cannot uh maintain this to an adequate uh degree i said all right mm -hmm. you know I, I it's i can't do this you know and i right. i sent the message um you know and and you know who's really to blame <laughs> I, I wanted to come up with something clever but i yeah i'm drawing a blank who's to blame uh, the intern that runs the Dissecting Liberty Twitter that account. That guy sucks. He's the worst, dude. dude exactly. He's the worst, didn't he? Yeah. So here's what happened. He logged into the Cotton Report. Yeah, bad memes, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> and uh, he logged into the Cotton Report WordPress. He changed the password, right? And yeah, when yeah. I tried to log in, he messaged me and he's like, ha ha and I was like, all right, I, I, I can't do this, you know. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, th and then he locked me out of the uh, the show account on Twitter. Well, you agreed to that. That was Cotton Week. We, we talked about that ahead of time. Like, we agreed I, that you I would be locked out. <laughs> I don't remember any such conversation. Uh, that that was the, uh, the Mead night. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, things got... <laughs> You're right. Things did get a little bit fuzzy that night. <laughs> yeah. So, so we made two agreements that you would be locked out and that he had to be nice to me for the entirety of uh, Cotton Week. So that was probably hard, hard for him. Probably. Because yeah. he's so jealous and I'm so awesome. Right? <laughs> Correct. Yes. Am I right? Yes. Am yes. I right, fellas? You're right. You're right. Weed them boys. Weed them boys. Uh, let's see. You know, since we're hanging out, uh, which we haven't done in a while, 
You know one thing we should probably do? What's that? We should probably shout out the patrons. Yeah. Yeah, um, we should probably do that. You have the list. See. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Uh, let's see. There's one that I know their Discord. Listen, if 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 you're on a if you're a patron and you don't have like your uh, Discord name, um, as your uh, Patreon username, please message me and tell me your uh, Discord name, and I'll I'll make sure to make a note of that. Uh, because. The only one, let's see. <sighs> okay, Fart Pimpson is one. I know that. And uh, Rooster. We got mm-hmm. Rooster. And uh, Anarcho Mustachist. Of course, yeah. Coonhound Redhead. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, that's her Twitter name. I uh, don't remember her. Uh, oh no, that's her Southern, uh, Discord name. Yeah, that's her Discord. Croc. Southern. Her uh, Twitter is is Croc something. Discord rocks yeah, here, compared look. to Twitter. So I'll look it up here. Yeah, Crocs and Coonhound on Twitter is yeah. her at. Um, let's see. And then there's there's one other that's called Smoking Goose. And I don't know who that is. So, uh, Smoking Goose. I don't know who that is. I messaged them. Uh, please tell me who you are. Discord, Twitter, whatever. And I'll add you to the the Super VIP Discord chat. And you can get episodes early and all that. So. Uh, oh, wait, wasn't just, that Moose? No, I don't think so. Maybe. Well, I know I know Moose is in the the patron chat on our our super secret, very special, lit Patreon lit. members only chat on Discord. So many people have kind of uh, I don't know. It's been it's been uh, a lot of people have been juggled on the uh the patreon lately so there, there's only one patron who i don't know who they are right now and that's that's smoking goose okay uh, so yeah just message me and I'll, I'll get you on the uh the uh super secret lord god patron chat and uh early episodes and bonus episodes and all that kind of stuff it's a good time. Sweet. Uh, man, what else has been I, going I, on? I, okay, yeah. So I was about to bring something up. So mm-hmm. I was uh, I was driving on the way back from my honeymoon, and I was listening to Smoke Smoke Pit uh, Story Time with yeah. a vet artist OG from Twitter, and. Uh, He's kind of been taking his show in a little bit of a different direction lately. It's not so much politics. And uh, he's, he's had a couple episodes with a, uh, a pastor who's also a voluntarist. 
and uh, he's this really interesting guy. Uh, his name is Stephen White, and uh, he's on Twitter. Um, but anyway, just in the course of one of their conversations, like I kind of had this realization, and so I, I guess I have a question for you. Um, yeah. And you're, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're gonna. I, I just want to kind of see if you get uh, an answer close to what I'm looking for here. But like, w- mm-hmm. what is the opposite of liberty? Um, death. Death. All right, I was not expecting that answer. Uh, <laughs> but like, what, what do you think about something like the word slavery? I think. Oh, were you throwing back to Patrick Henry right there? Was that what that was? Sort of, sort of. Okay. I, I, but not really. Like I, I think liberty or death is is a very specific thing because I think even you can find liberty in slavery. Like I think I think liberty yeah. starts in the mind, and then works its way out. You know. Okay. Yeah, and that's part of what I'm going to bring up here. Uh. But yeah, like so, what, what, like, do you think that, um, like, someone could think of uh, slavery being the opposite of liberty? I think that someone could think that. Okay. Well, okay. So that that's kind of how think I that, think. I think that that would be understandable. Like, I understand that position. It's not mine, but I understand it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Well, so I, I just want to make a real quick point and, uh, and it may be something I don't, I, I don't know if it's something that we could explore like in more detail later, but, mm-hmm. um, anyway, so the, uh, so in my mind, the opposite of liberty is, uh, is slavery. And another word for slavery is bondage. Right. And, in the Christian world, um, when you read the Bible, uh, it talks about people being uh, like in bondage to sin and uh, like in bondage, like or enslaved to sin, right? And yeah, I kind of got to thinking like how, in some ways, like especially like if you're a Christian and and you, you know, like you 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 read this stuff right in the Bible, at least it for me. This is something where, like, I've kind of missed the mark for a while. Uh, or at least, like, I, I haven't been thinking about it in this way, and I've been missing out. Is that, um, like, if you think of liberty just in terms of, like, your your civil rights or, or you know, just, yeah, your individual rights, um, like, you, you're, you're not seeing the whole picture because you can be totally free from state coercion, but still be enslaved to sin. Right. Or if you don't, you know, if you, if you want to just, uh, like take it out of that, that religious context and, and make it more secular, uh, like an addiction. Right. Uh, I, I agree completely. Like yeah. that, that's what I meant when I said that, uh, like you can have liberty and slavery, you know, like it starts in the mind. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 
I agree completely. Yeah, and so like you, you, so when and, and this goes like in terms of like an example, this kind of goes back to uh, what what we what we were talking about with Sean. Um, like I don't know how many episodes back, but uh, the last episode that we did with him, we we're talking about the the bad effects of porn, and that's like it. That's something that uh, you, you know you can be enslaved like your mind can be enslaved mm-hmm. right and and you're not experiencing uh, liberty like in that sense right like yeah. let's say that you're you know for whatever like you're living out in the woods right and you're like a lot of people would say okay yeah you you have maximum freedom maximum liberty living out there but and I, I'm, I'm okay, you know, I guess you don't really have Wi-Fi out in the woods, but whatever, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, if, you, if you're still, if you still have some sort of addiction um, or, or you're still holding on to, to something that like controls your life in a um, uh, malevolent way, then you're still not there in terms of like experiencing liberty. Yeah. So... And, you know, I don't know if that can really be fleshed out uh, for, like, a whole episode. But, I, I like, that kind of, like, yeah, that, that hit me, like, on when I was listening to that podcast. I'm like, I, like, I paused it and, like, just sat there for, like, 15 minutes just, like, going through that whole, like, going through that whole process, that thought process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man. Like, I've... I've gone down some rabbit holes since you've been gone. Yeah. And, uh, like, have you read The New Right? I, yeah, I, uh, Michael Malice? I listened to the audiobook, yeah. Yeah, uh, me too. I listened to it going to Auburn and back. And, um, like, that's when I heard him mention, uh, Curtis Yarvin. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mench's Mulbug as yeah. he's known. Yeah. And uh I've been kind of diving deep on his stuff lately. And it's interesting because like before him cuz like he makes Austrian points, right? Like he yeah. he makes points about the Fed and everything. But he also is more focused on the cultural and the socio the sociological and the uh the psychological rather than the economic uh aspects of culture you know and 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 he 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 seems kind of uh i think uh the episode is out by now where on the friends against government they talk about post austrian economics uh, mm-hmm. But that's kind of what he's like. I mean, like, he's not paying so much attention to economics, uh, which I'm not going to go as far as saying economics is fake as, as some people that, that <laughs> we are friendly with will say. But yeah, uh, yeah. he makes some incredibly compelling historical, cultural, sociological, psychological points. And I am not prepared to... Uh, argue them with incredible depth at the moment, but mm-hmm. I am 
I am uh, I'm doing some very deep reading, and I plan on writing pretty soon. You know, and that's part of the Cotton Report thing. Like, I I want to focus on my own writing. Uh, yeah. But uh, like, I, I'm I'm I really I'm I'm with you a hundred percent on what you were saying. And I'm excited for you to hear like what I've been kind of working with as of late, the the yeah. ideas I've been wrestling with, and I'm I'm also uh, gonna share some stuff with you that I've been I've been listening to. I've man, you know, it was interesting. Uh, again, shout out to the Politocrat when I when I was with uh, I was in his first stream, <clears throat> and oh, what's that guy's name? I. Uh, this guy was a part of his second stream. Uh, Clausington? I can't promise to put him in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> but on tw- on uh, YouTube, he's Clausington. C-L-O-S-S-I-N-G-T-O-N. And uh, he's made some interesting videos. From there, I discovered a bunch of people uh in like that world and i'll know it's interesting like i I, it's it's crazy how you know you're on twitter and like you're in the ancap group and then all of a sudden you find like a new way of thinking that is completely compatible with your old way but it's like revolutionary you know yeah yeah and uh and it's it's also interesting and I, I can't I'm not I'm not incredibly prepared to explain why, but I have noticed a lot of people in this group that I've discovered are Christian. Like more so than in like the Austrian economics group that like we're we're like we've uh cut our teeth in, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they're all very Christian, and most of them are Catholic, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but huh, yeah, uh, like I mean, I I don't know if it is what like Michael Malice means by the new right. I don't think it is, because in in the new right, Michael Malice kind of talks about quote unquote the new right like with a negative connotation. Um, yeah. But these videos I've seen and these articles I've read have all been incredibly consistent. It's been like, I mean, you read uh, Austrian economic stuff. Like, you read Hoppe, who's like the latest of the Austrian economics people. And he talks a lot about philosophy and culture. Um, But he's still grounded in economics. So, like, I go to this new group talking about Minch's Mole Bug and all these type of people and they are still very consistent with like the core principles of Austrian economics but they do not have that core economics framework like they are working from a philosophical framework primarily and then they will use the economics as a Oh, uh, justification rather than like their, their primary argument. 
Uh, it's interesting. I'm I'm in the. It's it's all, in the infant stage, you know. But uh, but, I guess what I'm getting at is, uh, what you were saying, about like stuff like porn, and uh, addiction just in general, as yeah. being, uh, anti-liberty, or the opposite of liberty. I completely agree. And I'm excited to eventually make that argument in a very uh, logical way. I guess that's what I'm very long-winded way to get to say that that's that that's what I'm thinking right now. Sweet, Dude, yeah, I'm excited about <laughs> this. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, you had mentioned that you're going to share some of that stuff with me, and I had uh, I had been waiting to ask you to tell me that or to. Uh, I had been waiting to ask you to, to do that. Uh, but then you did your cotton thing and, and you took five minutes to, to say what could have been some seven, 30 <laughs> seconds. And, no, uh. <laughs> I mean, like I'm a very seriously, I'm, I'm a very philosophical minded person. Yeah, and, no, I, and I'm just joking about that. Uh, no, I understand. And, but yeah. like, it's, 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 it's difficult for me to, uh, I don't know. I'm 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 really good visually, which is it's kind of just a I don't know a weird thing to to get into. But I'm I'm very good visually, which is why I'm a better writer than I am a speaker. Yeah, yeah. Because and and also when I'm writing, obviously I can I can write something and then take a couple of days to edit it. You know, but but right. uh, it's just easier for me to write than it is to speak. But. Uh, so it takes me a little while to, to get to the point because I'm, I'm trying to, to not only fill up, uh, recording, you know what I mean? Just not to leave dead air, but also I'm trying to work through what I'm thinking about. Uh, yeah. And like, I'm the same way or, but I just don't like, yeah, I just don't really want to write is my problem. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Yeah. I I don't know about you, but uh, a lot of times I feel like I have to have a really comprehensive, um, like knowledge base on on what Mm -hmm. I want to talk about before I feel comfortable actually like summarizing it. Yeah. I mean, not, not with all stuff and, and not with, you know, like some people that I'm really comfortable with, but like. Like, I don't know, like when I had this problem when I was uh, like writing papers in school is like I like I had to do like so much research before I could uh, like actually start writing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, well, I had I had a few times where I'm like, or I'd start the writing process and then I'd read some more and I realize, oh, wait, I was totally wrong. Yeah. And then I'm like restarting it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the exact same way. Um, but I have... And it's been a process trying to get out of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I still fall into it. But I'm, I'm, I'm literally the exact same way. But you know what really helped me in that? Um, is reading uh, Descartes. Because I don't know... I, I literally have the book next to me. Uh... Descartes wrote this book 
called uh, Meditations on First Philosophy. And uh, I disagree with a lot of the conclusions he comes to, but his basic premise is um, that people are too caught up in thought of the past that it is like wrong thought of the past is infecting their current thought and and the mm. also the wrong thought the reason thought of the past is wrong because it just came to logical inconclusions you know it's it's just uh uh the logic was faulty you know yeah so yeah. what descartes did was this might get me in trouble for saying, but he basically invented a priori logic. Uh, what he said was he's going to start over completely. Yeah. And uh, that's where the famous uh, phrase, uh, I think, therefore I am, comes from. Because he had to prove, before he got to anything else, he had to prove that he is yeah you know yeah and uh so and and like i disagree with some of the conclusions he came to in the book in the very short book but like i i do like that idea where you know you to to make an argument relying on prior arguments from other people mm -hmm. uh it's not necessarily bad in and of itself, but it is definitely worth looking at with some suspicion, you know? Right. And uh, also, depending on what you're talking about, I think that, uh, like, I think what he did is very good, which is, you know, work the logic out yourself. Don't rely on other people uh with their conclusions um like like work the logic out and come to your own conclusions because you know something can be right culturally and not right logically you know and, and yeah. that's uh uh and i, I that really kind of changed how i think about things you know and it really made me look at science skeptically like that's really when I became conspiratorial, is when I read yeah. that, and and it it kind of changed my outlook on a lot of stuff. Mm hmm. No, yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Oh, well, I gotta pee really bad, man. Yeah, and I need to get to bed pretty quick here. <laughs> Got work in the morning right. and dog to take out. So. Alright. Well, you want to do the intro? Or the, I'm sorry, the outro? The outro. I haven't done it at all. Yeah, I, I, I got this. Alright. <laughs> I'm Liberty Zero, reminding you to zero your rifle. And I'm Cotton Arcist, reminding you to pick cotton voluntarily. That last part's very important.